There is always another story or another side to it. A unique angle, a unique viewpoint, a unique insight. This is Chaya Beth. For High FM, I'm Michael McKenna. Abraham Accord's signatory Sudan has confirmed that Israeli Foreign Minister Eli Cohen was in the country for talks on formally normalizing ties. Israel and Sudan are also expected to sign a peace agreement, and both countries are looking forward to Sudan formally joining the Abraham Accords group this year. Upon arrival back in Israel, Foreign Minister Cohen said that the visit laid the foundation for an historic peace agreement with a strategic Arab and Muslim country, adding that this will promote regional stability and contribute to the national security of the state of Israel. Sudan signed the Abraham Accords in January 2021. However, unlike the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain and Morocco, Sudan has so far not made any moves to normalize ties, such as establishing embassies. A Toronto-based organization has launched a survivor program in Israel. The Abraham Global Peace Initiative has just launched the program to enhance and protect the daily lives of Holocaust survivors in the Holy Land. It also intends to assist survivors through its social and educational programs. The Jewish Advocacy Organization says it has noted that out of Israel's estimated 165,000 Holocaust survivors, roughly one in three survivors lives alone and in a state of poverty. In a statement, the AGPI said that survivors have until now relied on Israel's social clubs and nursing homes to assist with their daily health and welfare requirements. Its CEO, Abi Abraham Ben Lulu, said that considering the atrocities they endured, they feel that it's their responsibility to help take care of them, adding that the newly established program has so far achieved positive results and they have so far received many letters of appreciation. Another valuable art piece looted by the Nazis during World War II will be returning to its rightful owner soon. A French court has ordered auctioneers Christie's of London to return the penitent Magdalene to the family of the Jewish owner. The painting was once owned by Lionel Hauser, who reported the painting stolen by the Nazis in 1945. Christie sold the penitent Magdalene in 2005 and during its sale did not include its history about Hauser's previous ownership. Then in 2017, the painting's current owner approached Christie's about selling the painting and after the auction house researched the artwork, discovered that it once belonged to Hauser. Initially, the auction house refused to hand over the artwork to Hauser's heirs. However, the French court sided with Hauser's descendants, rejecting Christie's claim that France has no jurisdiction in matters pertaining to the artwork because the painting and its current owner were both in London. Israeli startups and leadership in artificial intelligence programs continue to make their mark globally. And recently, Adenir, the founder of the Israeli startup MetaMotioned, developed the world's first robot for picking tomatoes in greenhouses. MetaMotion decided to focus on robotic tomato harvesting as about 50% of production costs are labor expenses, dependent on more people who are now moving away from the agricultural sector, preferring to see careers not requiring physical work. The company, based on research, also determined that such fast technology was needed to meet a specific high daily demand for particular foodstuffs, such as salads, pizzas and ketchup. Adenir added that the robots are able to reduce any labor needs for harvesting by about 90% and cut production costs by about 50%, thereby saving on manpower costs. 
And another weekend is upon us. Let's look back at what made headlines this week. Addressing a recent Holocaust memorial event, Ireland's Prime Minister warned of a need to fight anti-Semitism, Holocaust denial and distortion, and racism. The world's largest genealogy company, Ancestry, has donated 2,500 DNA kits to a newly launched program, which helps those affected by the Holocaust to connect with relatives they may not know about. Ethiopia's Jewish community, known as Beta Israel still finds it challenging to be accepted into the Holy Land. The Jewish agency has confirmed that it has not cancelled any activities which promotes Aliyah to Israel. And a recent report carried out by the Diaspora Affairs Ministry in Israel has found that a majority of online anti-Semitism originates from Palestinians and pro-Palestinian groups. For Chai FM, I'm Michael McKenna. This Chai FM Global Update is a daily newscast focusing on Jewish news from the diaspora. It's free for you to listen to on chaifm.com. If you subscribe, we will email it to you daily.